Hey, hey, what's up? It's Laura Landers, and you are listening to the Live Sick, Die Ill podcast. Welcome back. This is episode 15, and we are talking about unpopular advice about finding your personal brand. So I have taken many a brand course. Truly, actually, it's kind of annoying because a lot of them say the same thing and a lot of them never produced results. And I got super frustrated and so I just was like, F it, I'm going to do my own thing. And the thing about doing your own thing is, is it going to work, right? The reason you take courses is so you can feel like you're doing a method that is tried and true. That is what we want. We don't want sometimes to experiment and then see if it works out because our time is precious, money is precious, and we got things to do. So today I'm going to be talking to you about the things I've done for my personal brand, and I am seeing, based off of numbers, it do a good job. So hopefully this will help you. I think that that's what I always preface anything that I say on this podcast with is, it's works for me. I hope it helps you. <laughs> Maybe I should just rename the podcast. It works for me. I hope it helps you. So today we're going to be talking about what I consider to be unpopular advice because in fact, it either goes against what other people have said, either I will agree with it and I'll tell you why, or it's just something I've found that uh, no one's ever talked about, but should be. There is so much like truly encyclopedia's worth of knowledge when you're learning about a personal brand. And the thing is, is it's so damn easy to find information about branding a business. Okay, so here we go. We're diving in and we're diving in deep and fast. There is a difference in branding your business and branding yourself. Oh, and there's like one blog article out there. And so I've got to figure out how to get this to the masses. And maybe you can help me by sharing this because it is like, I just don't want people crying as much as I did. Although I love a good cry and I cry all the time, but I don't like crying when I don't want to cry about things that are difficult. So I would like for this to help a lot of people because personal branding is different than branding for a business. People don't even throw that information out there. So I'm like looking for branding advice and it's all these like personal branding for your business. And I'm like, this is contradicting each other. My brain at least thinks it's contradicting each other. And then you find out that the information they're giving you is in fact for a business, which doesn't totally relate to a personal brand. So that's what I'm here to help you with because I have had to brand myself in many different ways, being on social media, having my website and doing the podcast, having a YouTube, being on TikTok, being on Dispo now, being on, oh my gosh, Hive, being on, I mean, you just ticked, there's so much stuff that we need to be on and we're spreading ourselves thin and you do have to have a brand across the whole board, change it up a little bit, but it cohesively be the same thing. Now, because this is a humongous topic that we're going to discuss today, I am only discussing the unpopular advice. So if you want more, if you want me to expand on this topic and go th- like down other avenues of personal brand to help you out, you got to let a homegirl know in the DMs or in the comments or snail mail. Love a good snail mail letter, but I won't be sending you my address. So good luck finding it. So I get this question a lot. Actually, I do, which is so funny to me because I actually joke about um, helping people with their personal brand because I feel like I I feel this isn't how it's shown to people, but I feel like I failed at it so much. And people are like, I'm not saying a lot of people, but enough people to want me to make a podcast about it um, on like, how did you find your personal brand? And I've actually done um, some morning matcha episodes, um, YouTube episodes on how to find your personal style. And this isn't necessarily what I'm talking the same. It's not the same um, at all. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) it's just not. So I joke that this is like, such a funny question 
or almost a funny compliment that people tell me. It's like, you have great branding. And I'm like, it's so funny because I feel like I am a hot mess all the time. And if you're looking for a way or an answer, like a three-step program to figure it out, this isn't it because guess what? That's actually not real because finding a personal brand is so unique that you're going to have to do some digging for yourself, but that's kind of the fun part. And that's when you ask friends and strangers um, a little bit more about yourself so then you can see it from the outside looking in. So there's a little free tip for you. Um, the, this is definitely not a one size fits all kind of a process. So um, it's just funny. It's just funny to me that people think I'm doing a great job at it. And maybe I am. I mean, the numbers are showing that I am, but um, it doesn't feel like it. So if you're wanting to feel really good about yourself, then sorry, this isn't going to help you. This is going to make you figure it out. So, <laughs> um, so man, okay. Homegirl's on her period. So things are a little wonky up in the, in the head today, which I kind of enjoy more than not. So you're getting the fun side of me. Okay. So from the outside looking in, a brand can be purely aesthetic. So this is another thing I wish people would just lay out there in a blog post. So maybe I should put this in a blog post as I roll my eyes. Um, but I actually love blogging. I'm a blogger. Don't get me wrong. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just on my period and like really frustrated with life. So welcome. Um, so from the outside looking in, a brand can be, there's no wrong answer here. A brand can be pers like just aesthetic, just simply aesthetic. A brand can be all about the substance, right? Like no aesthetic whatsoever. And it's just the content that someone is focusing on. And then a brand obviously can be both. Have a little bit of aesthetic, have a, a little bit of uh or I should probably say a lot of bit of aesthetic and a lot of bit of substance because who's actually trying to just give a little bit of something? I think we're trying to give a lot of bit of something when you're doing branding. So um, you can, there's no wrong answer here. So like, especially if you are a actual artist who is painting something, for example, and you're trying to get your paintings out there and be part of your personal brand, but you're not quite ready to sell them yet, right? But you want to build your brand on social media and on your website, but like you don't have like a product or a real honest service to offer quite yet, right? Like maybe even quite yet, meaning like you still got 10 years till you're ready to sell something or so you think. Um, your brand may be purely aesthetic. Like you're not trying to show people your personality, but you want to create this like visual world for people to dive into, right? So there's one example of a very aesthetic type of branding. And then there's the substance only branding where you're a life coach and um, you're building up your, I don't know anything about life coaching. You're repertoire of clients. So you're not quite ready to take on like paying clients, right? You're doing free work still, but you are happy to do that because you need a good solid portfolio of sorts and you have great knowledge to share, but you don't really have like this aesthetic that people are coming to you for. They're coming to you for your brain. You know what I mean? So you might not need to aesthetically brand yourself too much. However, I will say personally, I think everyone needs to brand aesthetically in some fashion, even if it's just with one color. I actually have a client. So maybe I should preface this real quick. I have um, my job title, if you will, if you really wanted to narrow down what pays the bills for me every day is that I help um, businesses, clients, people with their branding whether that's social media or their website or both or whatever. So um, like I have a client right now who is very substance-based and has a product coming out and isn't good with aesthetics, just has never been, isn't good. So what I do is I, because um, my client is the one taking the photos and the videos because we work remote, um, I can't really, uh, I can make some graphics and stuff like that, 
for my client, but ultimately it's just not, I'm not getting my hands on the actual visual content, whether it's photo or video. So all I can really do is slap a color on there and it be a cohesive color. And so when you go to their Instagram, it actually looks pretty good. Um, but even to that client, aesthetics don't really matter. It's all about what my client is writing. So that being said, you can also have the split between the two. And that's my, my type of branding. So I, my favorite, I should say, and what I do for myself, because I am a very visual person. I have to like actually visually enjoy what I'm doing every day for my own brand, right? So because I, I'm so visually stimulated that if I hate what I'm visually creating, I will stop because I just don't enjoy the look of it. I am 100% a visual person. So um, visuals are really important, but I'm not just trying to sell like the way I dress, right? My fashion, because that's what I, a main thing of what I do. And we'll get into that section a little bit later. But um, I also am trying to sell other pillars of my business. And again, we'll get into that in a minute. So there is different types of things. I just wanted to lay that out there. There are different types of ways of personally branding aesthetics, substance, or content, if you will. I, but content can be used in so many different forms. Aesthetics, substance, or a little bit of both, or a lot of bit of both. <laughs> I'm like a lot of bit of both. So let's just get that down there. The next thing I want to talk to you about is like, okay, Let's just dive into my personal brand here for a second. So you have an example to go off of. Um, while you're listening to this, if you're watching on YouTube, you might have to go onto your desktop or your phone or vice versa. But if you're listening to this on a podcast, go to my Instagram, which is at it's Laura Landers. Okay. You can even go to the podcast Instagram at live sick, die ill podcast. Ill is I L L. Um, and then go to my website. So my website is www. <laughs> Does anyone say that anymore? I really don't know. I think people are just scratching that out. But man, I feel like there was a really awesome commercial in like the early 2000s. And it was like www. And you're just like, that is so funny to say. So now I just want to always say it. It's lauralanders.com. www. It's lauralanders.com. <laughs> So go look at that. Compare the two together. You could even go at my to look at my YouTube if you're on it and you'll see like the top cover. You can even go to my Pinterest. So I have a resources page on my website. If you go to itslauralanders.com slash resources, my my kind of spread of all all things, right? Like Pinterest and then Instagram and YouTube. It's all there. So you can actually just easily go look at the different branches of my branding. And you will see they're not all exactly the same. And each branch has its own cool little, um, I'm trying not to get into this too deep because that's not really what this is about, but I feel like this is really good information to understand moving forward. It all has a different vibe, but it all is cohesive to the main branding. And my main branding, aesthetically speaking, because remember, I'm a little bit of both aesthetic and substance, is aesthetically, my aesthetic is like a gray, edgy city life. So like concrete and um, is actually kind of cold feeling, the aesthetics, which I really like. I don't really like any warm aesthetics. But my substance, what I talk about, is very warm, heartfelt, inviting, transparent, down to earth, which if you transfer or translate, excuse me, the substance, the warmth of my substance into aesthetics, it actually would be like warm colors, right? Like ambers and I don't know, oranges, like something that makes you like maybe some maroons just to make you feel welcomed. But because my branding, and if you're a fashion person listening, maybe this will help you. Don't copy me, but definitely take inspiration is um, the aesthetics are cool because 
not cool as in, hey, I'm a cool person, but cool as in cool toned. Um, cool as in like cold, like, you know, ugh, my man, my brain is just not connecting very well today. I apologize. Um, bad day to do a podcast, but I don't know. You're getting the fun wonky side of me. So what I like is the juxtaposition or if you wanted to say the balance between my aesthetics and my substance. So it's not just like, oh, cool. I've got balance in my branding as a whole. Awesome. No, it's intentional. So you got to dive. And I think everyone kind of understands this when you're branding is that there is like this deep, mysterious reason for your branding, right? Like, why am I choosing this look or why am I choosing whatever? So I wanted balance as one of my pillars because I talk about having balance in life so much, not getting burned out and enjoying your life and um, not leaning so heavily on the spectrum of one side or another, like being um, level-headed and in charge of your emotions spiritually and um, having balance physically, balance in your relationships, right? Just like overall, balance is what keeps you joyful, right? And that's like something I preach about a lot is like, and it's one of my pillars and we'll get into the pillars in a minute. You're like, what are you talking about pillars? And my like, God, oh, the damn pillars. Um, you got to, it's just part of my aesthetic, right? Okay. So you got to know what your brand boils down to. This is all, this is all the intro to this podcast, but this is a very large intro and then the rest of it will be a little bit shorter and we'll go a little bit faster. So Let's dive in to the unpopular advice. Here we go. <laughs> you know, you got to laugh at yourself and you got to, um, another part of my brand, let's just, let's just really get into it. I'm like dissecting myself in front of your eyes because part of my brand is being down to earth, transparent, and not trying to put this facade on, um, because no one grows. No one grows with the facade. So um, I wanted to show you the crazy side of me. The, the like, I thought I was way more prepared than I actually am right now side. <laughs> the side where I don't stop the camera and I just keep going. It's kind of fun. So you got to have fun in life, man. You got to be a little goofy and like, who gives a crap? So here is my unpopular advice about finding your personal brand. Personal brand, remember, not a business brand. So if you're a visual-driven person like me, when I was starting all of this, like when I was starting to treat my online presence as a business, what I decided to do was take all of these business which is so funny. I shouldn't, I, again, I didn't know. I was like listening to these people that help businesses. And yes, my actual job is helping businesses, but I also help personal brands. So I know the side of both. I know how to help people sell a product and I know how to help people just, um, make other people fall in love with them. Cause isn't that like the whole point sometimes to be able to sell something down the road and not like in an idolization kind of a way or like a worshiping kind of way. It's just like, Oh, I would, I love following some people because I love those people. They're like so fun to watch. I, I know that they're just human beings, right? But it's, that's one of the goals here, especially with personal branding. Um, and I just want to say, I kind of feel like someone listening to this may be thinking, I'm like prophesying right now, <laughs> um, that branding yourself isn't narcissistic. I know that um, with social media, narcissism, like people talk about like, oh yeah, the only way that they can sustain their personal brand um, and being on social media all the time and showing their face all the time means that they're a little bit narcissistic. And that is so far from the case um, because number one, 
I know very narcissistic people. Like, that's what people describe these people as. Um, and I'm obviously doing personal branding and I don't view things narcissistic at all. But because I have that idea of narcissism in my brain, I make sure that I'm checking myself and staying humble about things. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Okay. And then you move forward and you're not narcissistic. I don't know. I just feel like someone needed to hear that. Whatever. Moving on. So um, when I was taking these courses, trying to figure out how to personally brand myself, um, here is my number one, first off, unpopular opinion. So many courses or blogs or articles say to not aesthetically brand yourself first. I could not disagree with that more because if I would have not branded myself aesthetically because I'm a visual person and I already knew what I wanted aesthetically. And in fact, I already had the aesthetics going for me and I knew that I wanted to add some substance into my brand. If I would have not done aesthetics first, I would have literally never started branding myself because that's just the only way I could get the ball rolling. So that is my first point here is that if you're a visual person, even if you're not a, a, a visual driven kind of a person, but you know the aesthetics you want for your personal brand, go for it and start branding based off of your aesthetics. Your substance may or may not match that aesthetic. And if you don't know, go for it with the visuals and with the aesthetics. But who cares where you start? Just start. Start the way you can. That was how I could. I like honestly still don't even know um, substance wise what I want to be talking about for the rest of my life. But I know what I want to be talking about now. Um, and it's ever changing. It's literally a revolving circle door in New York City where something will stay in there for a while or something will stay in and fly right back out for it's just kind of funny. So that's where my mind just went. Um, so starting with your aesthetics is definitely a great option if that is um, the only way that you can start. Now, if you have a great vision for the substance that you are talking about and you have a great vision for your aesthetics, do both, whatever. But... Um, I will say that I semi agree with starting with the substance, right? Starting with your your brand pillars, which I'll get into in a minute. But um, <laughs> it's like I feel I feel crazy today. It is so funny um, because starting with your substance actually benefits you. Because the aesthetics are more of a assistant to your substance. So what I did is I had to start with my aesthetics because I had no idea what the substance was, right? Like I just had like 17 things on my plate that I wanted to talk about and I needed to like figure out a few, just a few of those. So um, what I ended up doing was I got my website done how I wanted and I was every day posting on my Instagram um, the way that I wanted uh, with the visuals I wanted. And I started like putting Facebook business page banners on my Facebook page the way I wanted and my YouTube the way I wanted and my Pinterest the way I wanted and uh, just all of the avenues, right? And the TikTok the way I wanted and TikTok's a little less aesthetic, um, but nonetheless. So... Uh, I did all of those. And then by the time I exhausted all of those, I was like, okay, cool. Now my brain is done with that. I can move it aside. I literally don't have anything else I could visually brand whatsoever with my own brand. Now I have to dive into the substance. Like it's kind of the procrastination mindset where like you just got to wait a long time until you feel like you're, you're late. Um, 
I didn't really feel late, but I was like, actually, you know what? I think I did feel late. Um, so don't let that like, I definitely let, I felt like I was behind. And so I let that stress me out to the point that it just wasn't fun anymore. It's supposed to be fun. Branding is honestly the funnest part about the whole process of just doing your daily posts on social media or your blogs or whatever it is. It's the fun part is the branding to me. So obviously I love it so much that I do it for other people too. So um, starting off with aesthetics is not a bad thing to do. I don't know why people think it is a bad thing to do. So what did I, what I ended up doing, um, after I did my aesthetics the first time, yeah, the first time, and then I did my substance, right? I finally figured out exactly what I wanted to talk about in my life right now. Then I realized, oh, my aesthetics don't really match what I'm trying to go for long-term with my vision. Um, so I changed it. I tweaked it, I should say. I didn't like totally scrap it and throw it out the door, but I enhanced it. I added to it and I tweaked some things. And now, and that was a fun part too, like redoing the aesthetics, maybe because I'm a visual person, but it was like, yeah, I got to do it again. (laughs) So I'm like, I want to do it again now, but I enjoy what I have now. So I'm definitely going to keep it. Um, So that was my little process there. So my next point is... This is um, actually, I know this whole podcast is about the unpopular opinion or the unpopular advice, but this is something that is shared amongst almost every single platform about branding in general, whether it's business or personal. I completely agree with it. This is not unpopular. This is very popular, but it is so popular that it needs to be said. Tell your personal story in your substance, whether that's your about page on, well, it it should be on your about page on your website. It should be in all of your bios amongst every single social media platform. Um, It should be in like everything that you post on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, Um, you should always be telling your personal story. Here's my unpopular opinion about this topic though. You probably know, you can like think about certain brands. I'm like closing my eyes and reminiscing, not in a good way though, about some brands that I, that harp, like harp so much on like their, their, uh, what's, what's the term? Like their heart wrenching, troubleshooting personal story, right? Like, oh my God, I just, I, it wasn't, and this is horrible and dark, but whatever. Like my wife died and it wasn't until then that I realized I wanted to be a clown. And you're like, Okay, cool. The first time you're like, wow, what a story. This is so interesting. I want to hear more. And then you follow them, right? Because you're like, this person is so unique. I love their story. And then they just tell that story all the time to get people to buy their stuff. And you're like, oh my God, I just want to unfollow you now, man. Like, I know your story. That's all you ever talk about is your story. Oh, yeah, my wife died. It wasn't until my wife died that I finally embraced myself and wanted to become a clown. And you're like, there's nothing else. There's no other. Tell me more about your personal story. Why are you harping on the same damn thing? So <laughs> don't tell your personal story so much that you're beating it with uh, beating the what what is the term? <sighs> you get it. You're smart. So don't get hung up on one personal story. I don't think people explain that enough. And I think it runs your brand into the ground. You got to be fresh with your stuff. You got to come at it from a, it's like a relationship, right? I'm not going to tell Jordan over and over again, the reason why, I don't know, I fell in love with him. (laughs) Like there are many different reasons why I fell in love with him. 
and different reasons even now that I'm still falling in love with him, right? So I'm not always going to say, oh, I, I fell in love with you because you got hit on your motorcycle. That was when I knew. Like, yeah, that was when I knew, but like that wasn't the most important, the only part of the story. So I think I said enough on that, ironically. So here's the other thing with this topic that I want to discuss with you that I find really interesting. I was at, <laughs> I was at a, a create and cultivate event and there, I'm not going to say who it was, but she's very well known in the social media world. She was a speaker and I had never heard of her before, but my friend that I went to the conference with ha- follows her on Instagram and she really likes her. So she, um, and I actually admire this person. So it's not like I don't, um, but it, taught me a huge lesson. She was there talking about her branding, which is ironic completely because she was just like, yeah, it wasn't until I like realized that the world doesn't revolve around me and I shouldn't be talking about me all the time that it was, um, not helpful. Wow. My brain guys, is this what you feel like when you're pregnant? I'm so sorry. Where you just like forget everything. My gosh. This is kind of funny though. I'm just going to go with it. (laughs) My professional self is sort of dying, but um, my who gives two shits kind of a person is coming through. So here we are because it's just so funny to me. So this person at the Create and Cultivate event just kept talking about like, it's not about me, me, me. And the entire time she only talked about her. Only. Now I get it. If you give examples about yourself or your life to help other people and like you're giving people helpful information, that's great. She didn't give any helpful information. She was only talking about her own life. And that's when I realized with branding, you cannot only be talking about you, 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 or I guess me, me, me. But what you need to be doing is helping people. Are you giving people content that is helping them? Even if you're talking about yourself in your own experiences. So there you go. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is if you don't know where to find your aesthetics, like if you were the person who is only substance-based or you're starting off substance-based and you don't know what your aesthetics should be or look like, find inspiration on Pinterest, um, and ask your friends, ask your friends. This is what really nailed things um, in the coffin for me. Is that a really bad example as well? I don't know. This is just, I should make like a a bloopers reel of all the horrible cliche things I'm saying in this. So um, ask your friends and family, like what are the three words you would describe me with? That was super helpful for me because I found that there was like one word that two or three of my friends said that I had never thought about and it was a modern renaissance woman. So that was the thing that people said about me and I was like, oh, 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 not only do multiple of you say, multiple, help me. Um, This is probably the worst podcast I've ever done, but equally the best one I've ever done. So multiple people said this and I found that to be fascinating. So then that solidified what my branding should be about is helping people that are modern Renaissance kind of people that do a little bit of everything in the modern day. Um, and so that was part of my branding, but also the term itself, modern Renaissance, meaning you are a multi-talented kind of a person that also helped me decide, Oh, I can't niche down. My brand is literally to not niche down, which is funny, and I will get into that in a minute, but um, ask your friends and family and maybe even a stranger. So DM me and I'll give you, you know, I'll look over your stuff real quick and tell you um, both aesthetically and uh, substance-wise um, what I find are like your three descriptive words just from a outsider standpoint and then you can use that 
and either change it up because you don't want that or keep it because you didn't know that that was who you really were, but you like it. So that was, um, that's just like a little tip there for you. Here is what I wanted to talk to you about that I completely disagree with if it does not line up with you personally is niching down. Mm -hmm. You will only see this literally everywhere. (laughs) Anything you read about branding, it will say to niche down. This might actually be the number one thing people say for success is to niche down. And um, if you are someone who's only talking about per se life coaching, then you're going to be talking about life coaching. You are going to be sharing things about life. But in and of itself, life is not niche down. Life is probably the most generic thing one can talk about. And dare I say to, to wow, dare, help me. <laughs> dare I say that we are all talking about life in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. So how niche down can we really get? I'm not anti-niche because I actually have niched myself down and that goes into your brand pillars. And that's another thing I'm going to talk about in this podcast. But um, if you are someone who gets like super bored like me, niching down is actually the death of you. Um, I tried to niche down because I was taking that advice. And I will say if you're selling something, niching down is good. Um, but for personal branding, which is what we're talking about, niching down, if that's not possible for you, do not do it. Um, like at all, because you won't be able to create any content. Um, or maybe you should just niche down a little bit. So like I, I, wanted to talk about lifestyle. So that's like a little bit of everything, right? Beauty and fashion and health and wellness and all of that. So lifestyle itself can be an umbrella of niche of a niche. And then you can talk about the more niche down things within that. But lifestyle is not my full niched branding. I have more. I have I have branding. You know, that is one of my Um, pillars, if you will, or like deep life talks is one of my other ones. And you can call that um, a niche or you can call that a pillar of your brand It's kind of the same thing. Um, I mean, the whole reason I can't choose one thing is because I'm not designed that way. I'm truly not. So do not listen. Do not listen to the niching aspect if it does not align with you. I can't harp on that enough it made me not move forward for months. I was actually like getting stress pimples and everything from trying to figure it out. It just isn't who I am. And I'm still successful without a super niche. You know what I mean? So, um, I mean, hence the reason why I don't have any tattoos. I, I can't, I know I'll get sick of it after a week. Like I just, I can't niche down. I can't, I can't get a tattoo, which is so funny because I wanted to get a tattoo literally the day I turned 18. So what I will say about whatever your substance is that you decide to post about, make it consistent. Um, even if it's a general topic, keep it semi-consistent and keep your aesthetics consistent. That builds trust with people. Um, and that is something that people will stick around for is both your aesthetics consistency and your substance consistency. Okay, moving on. So if you're like me, you want to change your uh, your substance and your aesthetics like all the time, which goes into the consistency part of it, right? Um, but like who actually has the time or budget for something like that? So it's just a little unrealistic. So I'm, I picked a larger niche to be... Um, living in, if you will. So this is where like your five brand pillars come in. So a lot of brands will say you need to have pillars and I agree, um, sort of, (laughs) man, I gotta tell you these, like these brands, which is so funny. Um, these people talking about branding and like 
having these hard and fast rules. I don't know if I'm just a rebel or I've tried them and they didn't work that it makes me anti uh, branding, <laughs> but I'm like wanting to do the opposite of what other people say in general all the time about anything. So, and that's also the Enneagram for me. So whatever, maybe you're like that too, where you're just like, if someone tells me to do something, I'm going to do it my own way and different. And so if you're listening to this right now, that might mean that you're going to do everything I'm saying different, but I'm literally trying to tell you that if you do these things, which is different, it might actually be successful for you. So when I was niching down, I did pick some general um, brand pillars because when you're posting on social media or on your website, blog, what it, whatever, maybe YouTube, you got to have some brand pillars. You got to, it's a way to keep yourself in check when you're branding. So if you are, um, let's say you've got five brand pillars, like, I don't know, fashion, like you, I'll just tell you mine. I, mine's like fashion and style is probably my heaviest brand pillar. Like us, I use fashion and style over every platform. Um, and next, the next one I have, I would say is lifestyle. And then you obviously go in depth of the lifestyle, which is fashion and style, but you've got, like I said earlier, like the beauty and the wellness and, um, the health and, you know, kind of all of that stuff. Um, but sometimes I get sick about talking about that. So that's why that's just like one of my pillars. And then another one I have is branding. Obviously I won't say branding is too much of a heavier side of my personal brand besides that I have heavy branding, if you will, but it is what I do for my day job and I am really good at it and I help so many other people. So it is something that I don't shy away from talking about. Um, so maybe use what you do with your everyday job that you don't obviously want to be doing for the rest of your life, but you're, you don't hate, you're pretty good at it. Use that as one of your brand pillars. Your brand pillars will change over time. Nothing is built to last forever. You build things, they'll stay as long as you want them to, and then you can demolish a pillar and put a new one in. So the reason I say five is because I feel like it's not too many to juggle and it's not too little to keep your vision standing up, you know? So, um, another one I like to talk about is like goofing around, having fun, carefree life. Like what's up my guy? Like I have a lot of this weird West coast skater vibe in me and I don't want to hide that from people. Um, like it's Wednesday, my dudes, like, let's have fun. What's up? Like it's, it's not, I don't want to be super professional, even if I'm a very professional person inside. Um, so I just label that as like kind of having fun, goofing around, chill vibes, dude, like something like that. So that's kind of what I use as like the subtle brand pillar. So that's not like always at the forefront, but it's definitely subtle. And I say this to help you because maybe there's things that you haven't realized that you could actually use as a brand pillar. Um, and another one I use is uh, deep life talks. That's my la- my fifth one. Um, I can't not talk deep. Like I'm one of those people and you're, you might be like this too, where you're at a party and if you had to talk about the weather the entire time, you would actually die. <laughs> like it just, it's the worst thing ever. Like even at like you go to church and you meet new people and they're like, oh my God, hi, how are you? My name's Christina. And you're like, hey, Christina, I'm Laura. And they're like, so what do you do? And you're like, great. Um, which I don't knock that because it's like literally what do you ask? Like that's what you should ask. That's what someone should ask you. And so you're like, oh, I do this, this, and this, but I'm kind of a little bit of this. And then like I as in, when I immediately start talking about myself, I want to get deep because it like it's literally a waste of my time if I don't. Um, and some people will like kind of cut you off uh, deep wise and they'll keep it surface level. And then you're like, all right, like we're not going to be friends, um, <laughs> but you're a nice person. Um, and so deep life talks is definitely one of the brand pillars 
um, that I have. And I just find it funny that um, people don't use uh, what they're naturally good at as one of their brand pillars. You should absolutely do that. I mean, I am like, like, I really feel it's so funny that I talked about narcissism earlier because I'm starting to feel a little bit narcissistic here. Um, Because I don't think I've ever talked about myself in such depth about my branding and the reasons why I choose things so much. So um, I'm definitely going to have to go just like call my friends after this can ask them about themselves. (laughs) Just start thinking about other people because it's too much about me. But um, I really hope it helps you. Um, So basically what I want you to do with these brand pillars is have them as general as they need to be to start with until you like either find your niche or don't feel the pressure to find a niche. Like it will naturally happen. What I tried to do is um, I kept, I actually really struggled with my branding for a while with like the pillars of my branding because I wanted it to be so perfect. I asked all of these people and it's, I wouldn't really say to do that with your pillars because a lot of people would tell me, oh, Laura, dance is one of your pillars because they knew me in my dance days. And um, that's not what I'm trying to do. That is not one of my brand pillars. Like, it's just not right now. Maybe it'll change later. Maybe I'll have to add a sixth one and not replace one of the five. But, um, what I would say about your brand pillars is to have them, use them as the thing that keeps you on the train track. Do you like this little uh, visual I'm giving you here? Your brand pillars are what propels the train forward and keeps it on the track. Yeah. And if you remove one of those pillars, the train's going to be fine. If you don't have any pillars, you're going to fly off the rails and you won't be moving forward anymore. If you have too many brand pillars, you're going to be kind of confusing because you're going to have you're going to have all of these pillars moving you forward so fast at this rate that's like people can't keep up. They can't keep up with the pace of your train. So you need to be a well-palated train that people can easily jump on and easily stay on because they're not confused with all these pillars and if you only had one pillar they would get bored and they would want to get off the train so that was fun (laughs) so keep your train um moving at a steady pace have enough fuel for your train keep your train um clear And in order to not get bored with yourself or have other people get bored with you, spice things up a little bit. Um, Don't be too rigid with your brand pillars. But it is always good to ask yourself, like especially when you're posting something quickly, like if it's not a planned post or whatever, um, or if you're like typing something out of feeling, not emotions, but like feeling, you know, like I'm feeling this today. So I'm going to write about this and post about this whether it's your feed or your stories or whatever, um, you got to just keep your brand pillar in check in your mind and be like, is this something I should post about for my brand? And then if it is awesome, if it isn't, if you're asking yourself, it probably isn't, but then you can ask, is it going to help people or is it going to bring people um, into my world a little bit more and help them understand me a little bit more without getting confused? So there you go. You can keep that in mind. So that's all I have for you today. Um, let me just go back in my notes and kind of tell you, just touch on each one so you can kind of remember if you're writing this down because I'm someone who likes to write things down. Um, there's different type of personal branding. It deals. You can either be aesthetic-based, substance-based, or both, right? I'm both, if you didn't know. Um, I would do. I would say do not... This is the second thing. Um, Do not take other people's advice and um, focus on your substance 
branding first if you don't have your aesthetics or if you do have your aesthetics ready. And you just basically got to... You guys, this is so unbelievably hilarious to me that my brain doesn't work. I I do apologize, I will say. I'm not going to be like, I'm not sorry. I'm a little bit sorry. But I'm also just slightly dying here because my period. So, you know, blame it on the period. So if you are able to move forward in whatever part of branding you can, do that no matter what people say. Just do whatever works best for you with your branding. If you're someone who already has your brand going and you are um, trying to just refresh it a little bit, um, whether it's substance-based or aesthetics-based um, and you need help, let me know. So the next thing I want to share with you or uh, go back and address again is to yes, absolutely share your personal story. Don't harp on something a thousand times. Share more of your story and keep sharing different parts of your story. It's okay to touch back on the same thing a couple times if it's helpful, um, but definitely stop sharing the same thing over and over and over again. People are going to get off your train. Um, aesthetics speaking. Um, if you need to find inspiration, go on Pinterest. Um, niching. <laughs> I, uh, I hesitate because niching is probably the great debate forever and ever with branding. Personally speaking. Sorry, personally branding speaking, not personally Laura speaking, but like for personal branding. You need to do what's right for you. And if you don't know what's right for you, try niching. Niching is semi-helpful. It helps people understand your brand more. But um, if that's not what you should do, then don't do that. Um, seriously, like it, it'll be a death of you. Um, the next thing I want to talk about or that I've touched on is your brand pillars have them. They are good, but do not be so hard and fast with them that you lose the spark, that you lose life, that you lose the enjoyment of doing your branding because you're stuck to this rigid five pillar program. There is no program here. Personal branding is very much you. Ultimately, your branding should bring clarity to people. It should be something people can jump on easily whether that means it's just relatable content or not. Um, it should be aesthetically pleasing in some way, shape, or form, even if it's with one color or one font, right? I mean, I'm like, you should use multiple fonts. You should use multiple colors or shades of a color, but start somewhere. Um, and that's all I got for you. So thanks for listening to my super crazy brain. I'm not going to have a long outro with you today because this podcast is running just a little bit longer than usual. Thank you for being here. Thanks for dealing with my crazy, spacious brain. And I'll catch you guys on the next episode. <laughs> Peace.